Good morning, everybody. Friends, family, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. We've missed you. It's been it's been a solid seven days without you. Julius Caesar. A2 Brute. Andrew, we Shakespeare. I feel like we've barely spoken. I went to it's, text you last night and I hadn't texted you in like three days. No, um, it was like 28 hours. But for but real, like still, that's a long was, time. Like it, 24 hours with a text message between us is like something. And when our rays are small. getting in fights and we're still just we're just too busy. Tim, it's a busy season. Before we even get into it, Timmy, I want to I want to apologize. Okay. Last week uh, on this very program, mm-hmm. I I might have been cruel about uh, now now my phone's going off. It's like there's a hurricane coming for us, and the emergency uh, notifications keep going off on our phones. We're fine. Why are you so far behind? What if it had hit? You would have. I been think dead. you get the Pasco one, and I get you the Pinellas one. You would have been dead one. by now. Um, Tim, last week on this program, I. I was cruel to you about your decision to be a hypocrite. Public, publicly shaming might have been a better and, uh And, you know, all those years in student ministry, and now you have a kid participating in sports on Wednesday nights. And I'm my wife had watched the show a little bit, and she's like, I feel like you were kind of mean. And, uh, Tim, I just wanted you to know I'm, I'm sorry. And, and how did that work out for you? How's, how's the coach? Things good? Every, every, is everything good there? Has God honored your decision to keep your child from church and causing him to uh, pursue uh, Andrew sports? It has been a week in ministry. It has been a week in life. Tim, what's going on, buddy? Anything you want to tell us about? <sighs> Look, my son is still playing football. That's good. Did his did his twelve U team fold after we spoke last week? Oh, that's unfortunate. They did. He had to. He had to join the 13U team. Turns out there's a big weight difference uh, as, between 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds. And now let me just do some math because your son's birthday was this month? It was May. May oh, May. Okay, so sorry. He turned 12. So, so he just turned 12. So he is one of the younger 12-year-olds. On a team of 13. 13 and 14-year-olds. 13-year-olds turning 14. Yeah. You, you just had to be yeah, it's thir- like the school year. You had to be 13 by July 31st. And yeah. there were several whose birthday were August 1st. Yeah, okay. So, uh. So that's great. But Tim, why why did the team fold? Anything uh, you want to talk about there? Has God honored your decision? Have you surrounded your son by upright people who are godly examples? Look, I trusted <laughs> a 501c3 to do a proper screening and background check of all coaches and Again, staff. If the Southern Baptists have taught us nothing the past few weeks, that sometimes people are not properly vetted. I probably should have been concerned a week ago on Saturday when the coach approached me and said, I'm not going to be able to coach from the field. They have pulled my credentials and it doesn't look like I'll be getting them back. And I'm, I'm saying that using very different vernacular. There were a lot more. So, but expletives. Now, Tim, you, you told me this. Now, I didn't know the coach's name until after the show last Monday. That's correct. How long did it take me to find his felony arrest record after you gave me his name? How long? Like, I'm going to go with about 25 seconds. Yeah. What, but was it like for something non-violent and uh, kind to women and children? There may have been four violent felonies. Yeah. But I'm glad your kid's skipping youth group. Yesterday was Sunday. And this is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show. A caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. CJ wants to know if he can at least coach football. I mean, here's the thing, CJ. 
they overlook felonies if you can play football, yeah. not so much about coaching, especially that that U twelve. Hey, eleven and twelve year olds. <laughs> Here's your coach, a convicted felon. This is this is quite the year. Yeah, feeling for my son. Ken says, well, Andrew's taking his victory lap. Well deserved. I don't take many laps, clearly. <laughs> but when I do, that's not true. Tim, I've been taking some laps with my, my uh, middle school boys that I'm coaching. We've got a couple of kids out there that don't run well. So I've been running some laps with the kids proud of to you. encourage them to finish. I am proud of and you. And it's terrible. And I'm like, come on, man, you can do this. And then by the end of the lap, I'm like... <laughs> Matt like Hall says it's a meeting-free well, well, Monday. Matt Hall, I'm mad at you. Meeting-free. I, I am angry at Matt Hall. This needs to be discussed in an open forum. Go ahead. Matt. Sorry, Matt. Why is it that I had to go to your church's website? Because I was emailing Melissa, the, the yeah. youth minister at his church, because I did camp with them. And I know. I was sending we, them a we video. We have a relationship okay. with Matt. Okay, but I was— He calls me every few months. I was— Updates me on his life. I haven't gotten a call in a while. I was, I'm assuming nothing major has happened. I was reaching out to— the Melissa at his church, and I didn't have her email, so I went to the website. Matt, why is it that I had to find out from your website that your church has a traditional music director who took her church website photo leaning against a keyboard standing on its side? It's Ooh. like a, you know, one of these. Uh, that's really good. You know, yeah, no, that's, that's clever. Kind, that's the kind of thing that you tell your friends. It is. Hey, what's your church like? Well, we have a traditional music leader who. Took her photo for the church website, leaning on a sideways keyboard. It's very That's pretty. the kind of thing that you need your friends to know. Matt, I Tim, thought— Tim, you talk. I'm going to Google this. I thought we were friends. I'm, I, Maybe next time. Uh, he does apologize. Tim Armstrong says, W's are W's, felons or not. LOL. Oh, All right. Boy. So, you know, there's— there's Matt, there's Melissa, and you keep scrolling, scrolling. Matt, your staff photo go. looks great, Look buddy. at that. Oh. <laughs> I lied. She wasn't leaning. She was hugging. She's holding she's, it. She's hugging an upright Miss Mariah. You're on fire. She. That was. What a great picture. That is so good. I felt like I should have known that, Matt. I thought we did were Did they closer. all use the green background? They did not. They did not. Miss Mariah she used the Olin, That was the Olin Mills. Yeah, the head tilt. I just, I think everyone else is behind I, I think the bush. She supplied her own staff photo on the site. Yeah, there's shrubbery in all the other photos. It looks like it just, it made me so happy because I just don't feel like people pose with their instruments enough. And if your instruments is one that's like a, it's not traditionally a portable instrument, yet you find a way to make it portable in the photo. Matt says that's from a previous church. Okay. okay. I, again, she supplied her own her own shot. It's a great shot. Definitely a glamour shot. Uh, it's <sighs> it's pretty good. Um, Earl says got to keep the word per minute strong, son. Tim, we were just comparing word counts. Oh man, yesterday. Oh man, it was <laughs> it was a long Sunday for both of us. Well, I had I showed you my manuscript, which was long. I mean, obviously yours was longer. Not that doesn't happen often, but this week it did. Mine included baptisms as well as baby dedications, so my sermon was only about 26, 2700 words, so I could get the sermon under 30 minutes because we had other Tim, elements. I was 37 minutes yesterday. That's a long That is not me. You. It was, it were. Now we have friends who that would be a short yeah, Sunday. Be, like, his, wow. His congregation would be like, hey, we're going to get to Luby's. I guess, I don't think Luby's is still a restaurant. Luby's. We're going to get to Applebee's before the Presbyterians this week. Um, but 37 minutes is not something that I do often. But we're 
Word. But when you're covering, I mean, uh, your your text was probably close to what eight hundred words. Yeah, probably. See, so you still had. Yeah, but it was it was an appropriate word. We are Elijah and Elishaing, and so we were um, on top of Mount Carmel, calling fire down from heaven, and it didn't seem like. Isn't you, didn't Mark Driscoll just do an Elijah? Elijah? Uh, I have a feeling they are very different. Mine was on the schedule since June. I don't know when his started, but when you sent me a picture of his, I was like, I am. You're like, in case you need some resources for your sermon. I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, folks, if you're just you're just hopping on, if you're just hopping on, you should know um, we're actual friends, and we don't just make fun of each other. Sometimes we, we, we do. We kid because we care. This is Andrew. I'm Tim. Every single Monday, I we we try to get together. We, we try. We chat with each other. We chat with you. We talk about the week in ministry that was. If you had a great week, let's hear about it. If it was a not so great week, we're here for you. Tim Armstrong, do you really go 30 minutes, no notes, no outline? I think so. That's what he said. That's... 30 minutes tops, no notes, no outline. So what does the prep look like, Tim? Say, that feels like hard work. I My preaching course in seminary, I was not allowed to use notes. It was like, I, yeah, it, it, it yeah. was a, you know, show up. No note it, and I was like, I'm never yeah, going to do my this. My preaching seminary class was, you can use notes, but the goal is always to go note free. Like, yeah. is it? Like I some think of my why? favorite preachers in the whole world. If, if I'm if I'm going to give a TED talk and give one talk fifty times, sure, I'm going to memorize that. Yeah, yeah, but if I'm doing, if if I am writing fifty plus unique sermons a year, a yeah, lot. that the the no notes thing is. But hey, if, if you can, if you can, good. I love it. Yeah, like, but by all means, I ca- I can't. That is not a gift that I have. And especially with multiple services, like I I, I try to stay on manuscript as mm-hmm. best as I can, so I don't like every now and then I'm like, wow, I watched a second service. You, that was a little bit different. You need your drummer to be able to hit the same rim shot for the joke in both services. He needs to know when it's coming. Yep, yep. Laura says, just joining. Did you guys already talk hurricane prep? What does it look like for each campus? We yes, Laura, have I've, I have been helping Andrew board up the windows all morning. <laughs> That's why he's covered in sweat. We've done nothing, Laura. No. We've done Did nothing. Did you see the the latest track? It's uh, It turns a little bit north, I think. I, I hope. Look, my favorite guy in suspenders is telling me not to worry. I hope that we at least so like as a church we follow the Pinellas High School schedule. Yeah, we are we are Pinellas as well. In Pasco, where you live, they my just my house is Pasco. They, can, they canceled uh, school for Tuesday and Wednesday. Yep, I'd be so okay with that. You know, I it's the beginning of the school year. Our family, the whole house is up by seven a.m. I just want to sleep in for a day. Wouldn't that be awesome? And if it takes a hurricane and somebody else's life being destroyed for me to get to sleep in for a day, I'm kind of okay with that. Is that bad? It's not bad. Okay, I just want to sleep in. We've I'm got very, a couple of things happening this week tired. that I thought, you know what? If the hurricane is close, I guess we could postpone them, maybe get a little bit of a, a mm. breather. Dustin says, well, I went 20 minutes over. That's <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> Needless to say, Monday morning, there was a larger <laughs> clock in the back of the church. We, Dustin, well, how long was it supposed to be? Like when you say 20 minutes over, was it, it was like, it like give a 15 minute devotional? Or here's a 30 minute sermon slot and you went 50. I, I have a Dustin. big LED clock in the back of the room now, and so I was not quite done yet, and I looked up, and it was 10.53, and I was like, oh, boy. Andrew, my, my kids discovered that I this – this might not be good to say on the air. All right. My kids discovered that I preach with my iPad and my phone next to each other so I can tap to see the time. Mm-hmm. Don't you have a clock in the back of the room? We took it out. Why? And Just because it wasn't aesthetically pleasing? My son started cracking up, and so did my daughter. In the, you know, they're sitting in the back. Mm. 
shortly after the airdrop started coming onto my <laughs> iPad mid-sermon. So I give them the stare. What, this is yesterday. While I'm preaching, I'm like, I know what you're doing. I'm having to hit decline to all these airdrops. Am I gonna have to turn my Wi-Fi off? I am like, is that so what's gonna happen? Proud of them. Oh, it was great. I would have. So I would have done it to my dad. My, he would have killed me, but my, I would have done it to my, my dad. My two oldest um, have been. You know, they're coming into church, but my wife is our. I've got three in church now. Well, but my wife leads our kids ministry, right. so they're not sitting with a parent. Oh and my, boy. My mom. I think Stephanie wishes they weren't sitting with her. My mom broke her foot, so she can't drive right now, and. My father has. My mom hurt her foot too. What is up with moms and feet? I don't know, man. Weird. But so the past three weeks, Landon and Liam have been unaccompanied minors during the service, and they have been That's dangerous. They have been perfect. Like the two, they typically don't always get along, and yet they have sat still and beautifully and paid attention. I feel like the they've, time is coming. They, they've. Oh, there's going to have to be. Uh, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, pray quietly to yourself for a minute while I go and smack one in the back of the head. But it hasn't happened yet, so it's been, yeah, it's. it's Ken been, says it's most of the time wonderful. I find when I go, and this is this is very true. When I go off manuscript, that well-crafted single sentence that we had in our manuscript mm-hmm. becomes a bold at the top and the bottom of every page. Comes kind of a like a jumbled paragraph. Yeah, like you, you should. You're like, and it was written so beautifully because I prayed and, over this and spent time and, on this. Maybe this is just a me thing. If I am finishing, if I'm rushing to finish, the landing is like, and here's how the story ends. Here's how you can apply it. Okay, I guess we're done. And then if I, you know, yes, it, if it's done with lots Dustin, of- Dustin, that's, that's the length of my service. That's a, he a, normally a preaches sermon. 45 minutes, but he went 65. Our service yesterday was, a, was an hour and five minutes total. I, I think we were an hour and six, and that was with me preaching for 30 First service was. Second service was longer because of baptisms. So how long are your services, Dustin? I'm guessing you guys run 90-minute services, which isn't that uncommon. No. We have two services. We would have to adjust the, the, we'd have to adjust the start time of one drastically. The, as Dave Matthews would call it, the space between. Yeah. CJ says, and CJ, we are hoping to get to this point where we're talking about a new video wall Ooh. at Lakeview, which we would then use our 80 inch displays to go on the back wall behind okay. the sound booth. So then we could use CJ says, do you not all use the pro presenter clock on the heads up display in the back? So soon, maybe by the end of this year, I don't know. So depends on budget. Tim, we have this horrible. I'd love focus. to. Our confidence monitor is his. Your your twelve inch display back there? It's no, it's bigger than that, but it's uh, it's blocked by a ficus, which I don't, I don't think anyone would be offended. Hey, there's a monitor up there, um, but we ha- when we did the renovation project, we have an extra stud in the wall. We have an HDMI like run through a wall. We have an outlet in the attic specifically for a TV to be mounted up there, and I just need to go get a TV. Do it. Why not? I'm gonna go see our buddy Kirk at the pawn shop because well, I refuse to spend good money on. You a do. TV that's going to be a monitor. Like if if, if you're like if Costco, you're watching, I mean, if you're watching the Super Bowl on it, that's one thing. But if it is essentially a sure. PowerPoint monitor, why does it need to be, you know, the OLED or whatever? Now, will your musicians move away from music stands if you guys go with a confidence monitor? That's that's the discussion uh, we've been having too. The vocalists, maybe, but yeah, that, you know, you know, sure. we're not going to have because you can have chord charts on it. We. we could but we'd have to do some tweaking on how we we we'd have to have the that monitor run from a different machine than the oh one. you're saying you would just mirror what it the would mirror what the okay then you would be able to do that 
Yeah. Tim says the plane lands. He must pastor at an airport at 1045 a.m. He does pastor in Wichita, which is where there's a whole lot of aerospace engineering because it's about the flattest place in the country. And so there's lots of planes being built, designed, and taking off and landing. So, Tim, many of your sermon illustrations revolve around airplanes. Uh, Tim says, learned that from Proc now. If you know, you know. He and I grew up in in the same church, and our pastor, I was trying to describe this to someone the other day. Um, he <laughs> yes, was, Andrew does use PowerPoint. He, yes. He was, he was old. And he admits it. I'm not, I don't like PowerPoint. Our praise team prefers it to, and being that whenever we talk about pro presenter, you're like, oh, pro presenter crashed again. Our yeah, power- three times a year, I tell you that. But three 90% times a year, of the year, it is. That's not 90%. That's not how numbers work. Look, most times it's, it's okay, but by it, far the best but when it, church I agree. software. But when it crashes and I know, I you know. have to figure out how to fix it mid-service or two minutes before, our PowerPoint software that the license expired in 2014 <laughs> works great. We have no issues. I create everything in Keynote. And then export everything to JPEG because oh the fonts don't gosh, always match up. Andrew. So that's an extra step, but it, it's what we do. Oh, it's what we do, Tim. <laughs> you uh, you had some baptisms and baby dedications yesterday, and people liked them. We we did both. So typically those are separate Sundays, but uh, young family reached out last month mm. and said, "Hey, we we want to do a, a baby dedication." And the mom said, "And I need to get baptized." And I said, "Well." We have a baptism Sunday scheduled for the end of August. What if, what if we we did both combo meal on the same day? Surf and turf, baby. So we were able to dedicate the baby mid service, and then mom got baptized after service. And we had, well, we would have had more. Someone actually I, wasn't feeling well in the middle of service and had to leave. He was supposed to get back. He, he it was so sweet. Like he had texted me afterwards so apologetic and i was like you don't need to apologize we just want you to get better yeah like that like this is this is not this like is a health concern like we we believe you y- yeah like you don't need to like there's there's no like you don't have to get like a doctor's note because you missed <laughs> baptism like you're okay we we want you to get better we're praying for you so we ended up having nine baptisms a lot of people being baptized we Jamie. had two baby dedications it was a fun and people love people love to invite family members they do it's a so good time it was, it was one people. of those where it's like i it's not it's not like an Easter service. No. But it's like but will, it's like will those same thirty people but come it's still back an extra week? 15, 20 percent it was a lot. Yeah. It ended up being I'll have to go back and check, but I think it was the highest attended non Easter Sunday in the history of Lakeview Church. That's uh people, <laughs> I'm serious. Like like it, was, it was literally like, oh wow. Do you okay. know who doesn't like baptisms though? Sometimes some parents don't like baptisms. Look, I'm not saying you should ever use church as a punishment, but not all parents fully understand, Andrew. They don't. Parents don't get me. Obviously, I oh, would not use. You said parents don't understand, comma, Andrew. I heard parents don't understand, Andrew. That is also true. Somehow my wife's pastor. dad's He's working been, on a book. Somehow he pastors. My wife's dad's been trying to figure me out for years, but whatever. Can't annul anything. CJ yet, says could have anymore. done the baptism and dedication at the same time. I mean, you could have. Depending on your theological tradition, <laughs> this is, you certainly could. Oh, have. you're saying, hey, mom, hold the baby really tight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, what's your what's your favorite baby on stage moments? We had two glorious moments yesterday because we had one family in first service with baby dedication, and baby Augie just had he wanted nothing to do with me. So mom was standing closest mm-hmm. to me. I tried to put my hand on Augie's back, and he began swatting me mid prayer. So I I like went close to him, and then he turned and started swatting me because he saw that it was like within three feet of him. So then I tried to put hand on mom's shoulder. Oh, and he's like, nope, no. nope, nope. So if you go back and watch the tape, which both parents did, again, very apologetic, but also lots of LOLs because it was so funny. Have you seen the video so that has made it? I think it was like Time Magazine even had it, but it was at a, a Catholic church. A baby was being baptized and... <laughs> very ornate bible that the priest was holding and the baby just puts his hand on it and it just no it just it falls into the baptismal font oh wow it's right in the holy water yeah wow it's a it's a very holy bible now Mm. Uh, it might be a waterlogged holy bible (laughs) but you know and it wasn't like maybe i hit it but just the let's be real not a lot of catholic priests are really good with little kids they they haven't had a lot of the good priests have not had a lot of practice in their personal lives Indeed. Um, as uh, being around newborns a whole lot. So this baby like just barely touches it, and the Bible like <laughs> tips over and falls spectacularly into the, the font. Oh, Andrew, this wonderful. is good. Andrew Riddle says, we had baby dedications to only thing. This is, this is classic. Uh, a dad was in the bathroom when our pastor called the families <laughs> up. Pastor had to stall, no pun intended. <laughs> For literally five minutes, super awkward. Dad finally came in. Everyone knew where he was. That's so funny. But come on. Like, couldn't the pastor have not have, maybe just didn't notice? I I mean. Well, to be fair, I did tell the families, hey, after this song, I'm calling you up. So the dad probably. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Oh, boy. Failure to communicate. Timothy says, well, you see the. the Yes, the the triple dunk the babies and the how do you say that Georgian Orthodox? I guess so. Oh boy. Uh yeah. Ronald just, says too soon, Andrew. I I was just saying that the priests don't have a lot of experience <laughs> with kids of their own. Like for instance, I had four <laughs> little boys, so I know that there are some things you have to hold extra tight around them. How would a Catholic priest know what a baby's going to knock down? You don't want him to know is what I'm getting at. And if he does, your antenna goes up a little bit. Matt says we were baptizing an infant and a guy from the back walked forward, attempted to lay hands on the baby. Oh, this is awkward. (laughs) Turns out he was a homeless guy who claimed to be a prophet. He came to your church, too. Did he send you the same? This is man- the prophet to America. He's the guy that keeps sending me these manifestos in the mail. He's now inserting He's himself into infant Beach. baptisms. <laughs> that is a wild, wild. Oh thing. man, people, people are just the best. I'm trying to think of like you know a fun baby moment at my my previous church. We were there was a, a baby being baptized, and so they were holding the baby up front, and and the pastor went to hold the baby, and you know there's. The, the microphone so that the family can yeah. affirm um, and, you know, different traditions de- depending on how people do it. Um, so there's like a microphone at, like on a stand. But which not, is within reach of the which baby. Is not, but, but was, which is about mid-chest level of people. <clears throat> sure. So when the pastor takes the baby and puts pressure on the baby's tummy because he hasn't held a baby in a long time, the baby just 
you know, right, right into the microphone. That was pretty good. That was, uh, again, when you put pressure on a baby's belly. It's going to come out somewhere. It's, <laughs> oh. So, and everybody laughed, and it was a joyous occasion. I love it. Most, I, most I baby it. things are joyous occasions. We like babies. We love babies. We have, um, we have quite a few. We had one mom visiting yesterday, um, her and her husband, to, to see uh, the baptism ceremony. Of she a was niece, a nephew, cousin, friend, something like that. Mentors. And would you like to guess how many babies were currently inside this mama? I'm going to go with at least three if you're saying that because. Five. Ooh. <laughs> so Ooh. she's due in February. She said they're, they are taking these babies out way sooner because she looked about eight months pregnant and she's due in February. <laughs> Tim, you guys have five babies. Wild. Total. Yeah. Over the span over the of span seven, and, of a half seven years. and a half years. We have four and six years. Can you imagine doing that at once? Five and am- within nine months. Like I feel like it, there are some areas that we're, we, we are just kind of sort of now getting our life back that we haven't had since 2010 as mm-hmm, a couple. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, our kid, we can leave. Tim the kids, says she's having a litter. <laughs> <laughs> we can leave the kids to go to the grocery store or whatever. You know, there's, yeah. there's some freedom that we haven't had in a yeah, long time. For sure. Can you imagine nope. doing all of that at once? At the same time, you're doing it all at once. So you're not spacing it out over a decade. But, but your first four years are going to be the hardest oh, of all time. man. But when they're in middle school, like, they're suddenly able to take care of themselves yeah. all at the same time, which is kind of cool, too. That's that's very cool. Um, Timmy, we had an—oh, hang on. We, we didn't talk about the punishment factor. You had someone that was supposed to get baptized. Had a mom text me on Saturday night. So-and-so's not getting baptized. He's grounded. <laughs> teenager and youth group like oh no like I, I didn't know what to say how did, to respond did he, I, I just said you know praying did, for did you guys did he recant did he uh i'm assuming his phone was taken away because he has not texted me either so i <laughs> i don't know what's going on there i I've i had, felt awful i've like, had how do kids you, how do you, respond you know to that? be be grounded from oh get the, grounded from youth group is like a super it, yeah that was always it, super common it's like a yeah. But you know, it's a I, weird thing for me. I had a kid who wasn't allowed to finish confirmation as a punishment when I was at a Presbyterian church. I'm like, that's a weird punishment, Ma. That's a that's a that's a really bizarre punishment. I don't think you know what we're doing here, but okay. CJ says my wife would have been chasing me with a butcher's knife. She just got over finding out we're having our third <laughs> in February. Congratulations, CJ. We're proud of you. We know what had to happen to get to this point. Laura says, but you don't get. <laughs> The luxury of making the most mistakes with that first kid. Oh, like the first pancake. Laura, great analogy. I seem to mess up the first pancake every time. Everybody I got does. better last time. Like on Saturday, they were much better. They okay. were pretty even. But typically the first pancake. Now, when you do pancakes, do you do like the protein pancakes or you, do you nope. just do the Costco? We have we co- the Costco brand. Just, just add water. Yep, it's, oh. it's a 15 pound mix and it takes. That lasts you 12 years? Three weeks. Okay. Yep. Excuse me? Yep. How many pancakes do you guys eat? Oh, I mean, when when I'm making pancakes, it's like so six scoops seven of, of you. But three weeks for a 15-pound bag of pancake mix? That's, that's how long the last one lasted. My kids eat a lot. That is insane to me. I think we have bags of that stuff here at the church that you have to like look at because pancake mix can go bad and yeah, make yeah. you sick. Um, and so like before I use, I'm like, ooh, how long has this been up here? Three weeks? Well, it's also our waffle batter, too. Okay, but you're going through five pounds of pancake mix a week. I mean, it's typically, like, 
two That's a, two and a half pounds every time. Something like that. twice a week, two and a half pounds each time. I am floored by this. <laughs> I had no idea, Tim. We had an elders meeting Thursday night. Yeah, you did, and you texted me late. It was it went long as what? as they do. Um, well, when you only meet twice a that's year. That's not true. But what, one of the reasons that we, we went long is we typically, we've been going away from like, here's the full financial breakdown of everything because we're kind of making a concerted effort to let our elders be spiritual elders and not business administrators. Yeah. And so, but every, you know, a couple times a year, we got to get everybody on the you same got, page. You got to do it. And so one of the non-spiritual but business things that we did on Thursday night was um, we have a guy who is for I think he's a resting elder is the term that we use and did not want to come back on the, resting elder uh, yeah, yeah, elder did, emeritus did, yeah did not want to come back on yeah. um but said why don't you let me take over all the buildings and grounds oh that's stuff. nice that's nice I was like, absolutely like <laughs> yep please um and so he had pointed out that it looks like we've got some damage on our like roof soffit mm. uh, and it looks like it might be worse inside than inside really? and so it was uh what are we gonna do and it was really neat because we said, hey, here's what we – let's A, say he's the person we put in charge of this. Yep. And so let's say um, he has the full freedom to do whatever – you know, if obviously if we have to spend thirty five, $40,000 on a roof, that's going to take different. some additional discussions. That's different. Yep. But even then, he can authorize, hey, roof guy, we'll do that one. And then we'll figure out the which account things are coming from or, sure. um, or later. But it was so nice because – in the past, we've had to have four or five meetings to uh, to have a big repair job yeah. done, and you know, hey, let's uh, let's put all these different bids before the elders, mm -hmm. and now it's a nope. We're gonna just trust this guy completely, wow. and we are going to acquiesce to his better judgment. So, Tim, I'm okay with that. Big, it kind of goes into the hurricane stuff because yep. we have a mm -hmm. there's a hurricane coming to the west coast of Florida. If you live in the next couple of days outside of Florida, you probably don't even know. Yeah, because it just started like two days ago. Yeah. Hey, there's a blob. What? It's a hurricane. Every, every school I think just got canceled. Too. Yeah. Um, do you have a plan in place for? Is there is there a dollar amount? You know, anything under so like five thousand, seven thousand, ten thousand. Like you, we someone. have someone over facilities. Mm -hmm. He is a deacon. Mm -hmm. Deacon Don and Don the deacon. We we fully trust his judgment. However, anytime a purchase needs to be made over five hundred dollars, it does require an elder vote. Now, we, we don't get into the specifics of it that it'll typically, you know, here's the quote, here's what I need, and we'll usually approve over, you know, we'll Text go, we'll go over email. Well, I'm saying like the amount, we'll go over 500 bucks. That way he has room for error or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and we do not, we do not vote over text. We only vote over email. So, so an issue can be, trail. yeah. So an issue can be brought up over text, but then we move it to email to vote on it. So anything over 500 gets voted on. But we do have someone that we trust to make that call so it doesn't go and it never it rarely takes up any elder meeting time. Mm -hmm. Now, we're talking about a massive building expansion right mm -hmm. now. Obviously, yes, that's going to take those are elder. Hey, meetings, we're committing those are, those are discussions. X percent of our budget for X number of years. When it comes to buildings and grounds, it's usually, up, oh, yeah, we had to do this. Here's the repair need to be made. It was already taken care of. But I like the idea of we trust him. Yeah. Of Here's your budget. Pre-authorizing. Pre mm -hmm. Yep. So yep. another thing that we did, um, like partially like coming out of COVID and you know, people couldn't meet as much or whatever, um, we have – so we have a treasurer who used to be an elder but is no longer an elder, and then we have Glenn, our, our admin, and Glenn does all of our books. And so the two of them always know yeah. what's in every fund and whatnot, and so any discretionary thing, like you know, if it's a 
do we want to give extra to one of the ministries that we support or the or if it's you know building and repair stuff because the preschool sometimes we'll have to have a plumber out because a kid flushed a wipe or whatever mm. th- those kinds of things and so to try to make it so that our elders are the spiritual overseers and not the you know budget and personnel committee only a lot of the day to day things it's they have the freedom you know to act yeah. and that's been really nice so turns out things move a bit quicker yeah when you just empower the people that you've hired or appointed to do certain things to do those now things. i understand every now and then like the red tape is is necessary so like yes. i i get that for certain yeah. things but when when things you know are running smooth and you can empower someone it it tends to help and it takes the pressure off of us yes because usually a church our size, it's it, it's it's a text to the pastor. And let's be real, we're not good at that. <laughs> so that's, that's, not, that's not our expertise. That's not who we are or what we are good at. We have friends that are very sure. like, hey, what's that? <clears throat> the church needs plumbing replaced? All right, I'm going to put on my overalls oh. and I will jackhammer the floor through the bathroom. We have pastor friends who are also the building and maintenance guys. Yeah. And, because they can. Like, and it, I and I get do that. As, as the tech guy, yep. I completely get it. Sure. I have built our website. I do all, because it's nice to sometimes be able to look back and say, hey, here's what got accomplished in the day. And when you're writing a sermon, sometimes you have three words on paper and you've just been reading all day. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of here's something concrete that I accomplished, I get that. But it's also really nice to be able to have somebody else. CJ says, how would you bring up the conversation of adding services or expanding the building? Great question. We've been having the conversation for both of those things. I've been here four months, and we need to start talking about adding a service or look at building something for kids' ministry space at least. So for us, it typically starts with the trends. We have an elder who is all about the trends, and he loves to forecast. Lots of graph charts. Lots of graph charts. He he will forecast out. Hey, here's here's the growth that we've seen. I think Lakeview has grown sixty percent in the last six months. So we've been on this ridiculous. It's a, big number, Timmy. it's a ridiculous growth trend that either we won't be able to sustain or we will be at a third service by January one. So for us, it's <clears throat> how far out can we look? Do these trends match what we've seen in the past? This one does not, so it's a little bit tricky for us because we're talking about adding a third service and what that looks like. To me, that's very scary because you're talking about taxing your volunteers. Mm-hmm. You're talking about do we do we have another kids' ministry offering or does it become we have no kids' ministry at this hour? There's a lot of variables in play, so we are, and I am encouraging our elders to not move too quickly here. Let's let's really pray through this. Let's monitor every single week. Let's not we... make a several years decision based on a several months trend. Exactly. Can we temporarily make room in the worship center? Mm-hmm. Like that's our our main issue is worship center space right now. We want to follow a 70% rule. I know it used to be 80%, but post COVID we've bumped that down mm-hmm. to 70%. So we have some room to grow in second service, but first service we have less than a month to grow. So we have now been encouraging first service families to attend second service See, to we, try to help. We are in a different spot. We've been growing some as well, but we have room in our worship space. We don't have room in our parking lot. No, you do not. And so the conversations that we've you been having no is, you know, so, so what do we do for auxiliary parking? And we've worked with the city some, but uh, for specific services, I think it's easier, especially like for us, our church has always only been one service. Right. And so... 
the idea of, hey, let's have a second service to a lot of our people. I mean, no, that means we're two different churches. We won't know the people that go to our own church. Sure. We and we do our, our fellowship hall time. I, I, my family was here until one thirty because we had people that wanted yeah. to stay and talk and hang out in the fellowship, Your fellowship hall. Fellowship hall time is awesome. And so, what what do you do about that? And so, for us, we're saying, you know, can you for do we add an extra Christmas service, an extra Easter service? Do we are there specific times yep. that we say we need to do an extra service because we don't want to have to do that sure. each and every Sunday? Um, but if you don't have kid space and you have a growing number of kids. It's going to be hard to keep them involved if you don't have the kid space. It is also a stewardship question because mm -hmm. we could look at expanding at the cost of X amount of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Or to, to Tim's point, what about planting another church? Again, it's a stewardship, a stewardship question. Do we want to invest potentially millions of dollars into a church plant yeah. just for a, an additional service when we could hold another service in the building that God has graciously provided for us. Or now. as I've suggested, or you could hold an outdoor service because you have a beautiful space True. and then that doubles as a wedding venue. So we have talked about planting a church, but we have a specific number in mind that we believe is, is the right fit for Lakeview before we would then say it's time to, it's time to plant. Church. One million people? A billion. A billion people. One-sixth of the earth would have to attend Lakeview Church. No, we will We and will just never. them I'm just would Tim's you, ego begin to be satiated? I, I don't think we will ever be a church of over 500 people. I, I don't know. I, maybe I can't say my, that. My dear friend Justin Bieber once told me I will never say never. I know, but. Like we talk about this a lot. Like I know. I, I do not want I, to be a mega church pastor. I I have no desire. Nothing against you guys. I love you guys. It's just not me. I was talking with a buddy last week. We have lots of friends. Like I've got yep. tons of friends who pastor very very large churches, and yep. they are very different people. They're and they work, and don't necessarily love everything that they get to do. I'm in a sweet spot yeah. where. Uh, Tim, the only meetings that I go to are meetings that I schedule most of the time. Oh, like I I'm, mean, I'm with you. Yep. That's uh, that is a gift that my buddies that work at big, cool, fancy churches don't who have get. 37 meetings every single week and required can, attendance. Can, and can we talk about the elephant in the room about it though? It's a big elephant. They don't make any more money than we do. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but I know. I mean, it's like I know. It's like a 10 percent ish window. I know. I'm well so, aware. So some of them, it's like, hey, for the privilege of working here and putting in 60 hours a week, it's going to look super cool on your resume. We're going to pay you less than Andrew, that solo that's, pastor down the street. That's just and for others of them that are at the <clears throat> bigger, more healthy We're churches. We're going to get in trouble. We're going to get in trouble. It's, like, uh, hey. Are you working for clout? I, are, you, are you working because you want to boost that resume? I, that's, but also. I, I don't want to go there. But how, I, many, how many of our friends, all they have ever seen. Now that's is, different. Is the, you know. Hey, if it's not twenty five hundred people, is it even a church? Right, kind kind of mentality. We have friends who've grown up in mega churches, so their only idea of a church is a mega church. So I, I and they can't imagine not offering mops and celebrate recovery and all the different ministries for all the different life stages. I remember bringing uh, Lakeview's youth group as a youth pastor to a larger church, and that youth pastor called us that small church up the road. Yeah, like, no, I think it was the tiny church up the road. <laughs> and and you had a youth group of like thirty five kids at that yeah. time. Like for us, that was like that was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It was it was sweet. And I was like, wow, so we're just the tiny. But again, that was someone who kind of yeah. lived in that space of megachurch world where until you get to this level, and I hear even from like my, my own family sometimes. Like yeah. I have family members who are like, Well, when are you guys gonna I'm like, like 
do you think you've arrived once you hit a certain like people have this weird concept of church i don't know but i this was not in the notes this wasn't and i am so good if we were at a big cool church would we be able to take a couple hours a week there's no way this This wouldn't happen (laughs) we're on the clock right now i know and it and our churches see this as a good and healthy thing. There was a chat five minutes before I walked in, and our lead elder said, "Guys, can we can we talk about this in a few hours?" Tim's walking into a podcast. <laughs> I didn't even say a word. Yeah, I was like, "Sweet, like I'm I'm good with that. I'm I'm so good with that." I and. My my wife accepted Christ at a mega church. Dude, I had like we, some of the biggest spiritual growth in my life at a mega church. And like, I'm not knocking that I, at all. I have. I am so great. now. Did I get a peek behind the curtain and see staff burnout and turnover? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was a revolving As door. As someone who has spent the past year plus researching pastoral burnout, especially among pastors in our age bracket. Whew. Yeah, and and having been on staff at churches like that there's a churn rate that is a hey we know we're going to get people here and someone's going to last two years and then and that's okay yeah and so there's issue with that but let me being that 87 90 percent of our audience is professional clergy man there is a healthy work-life balance to saying we don't have to be the big show in town i'm good with that like we don't have to be the coolest we don't have to be we are going to disciple the people that we have and now and we're not the and, pastors and, but, who would say but, like again, we're done growing. But no, there's a stewardship issue with that as well. Like like we should be trying to reach people. Yes, but reaching people for the sake of numbers is not. And that I think the Holy Spirit is going to work. How the Holy Spirit's going to work. There are churches that we could each name that you're like, how in the world did that church hit that many people or that yep. kind of influence? When I don't know if that pastor can tie his own shoes. And we have friends who are <laughs> pastors who are the most gifted, um, scholarly, scholarly. Like, just, they're, they're gifted, you know, orators of of scripture, and they're whether it be a a, a style or whatever it is that they're never going to hit two hundred people, and they're and that's fine. Right. I don't know. Just be who God called you to be, and don't worry about the people up the street. Tim says, talk about having multiple services and how that dynamic plays out between attenders of different services. Do they connect well? I think Andrew said it right because you guys aren't used to multiple services. Mm-hmm. Where Lakeview, we've been a two-service church for, for a very, 20 very, years right. plus. That was kind of very, very early on. So it's it's been pretty well understood. And, and we do see a crossover between the services, but it does sometimes mm-hmm. feel like two different churches. So we try to be strategic. That, they're that weird thing where, you know, if you are doing a men's breakfast or, yep. a, you know, get together, it's like, hey, you, how exactly. long have you been going to church There's here? A, there is some uh, of that. I've been here three years. There is some of that. So we intentionally have all church events from mm-hmm. time to time so that way we can connect well. The men's prayer breakfast, the women's Bible studies, those are great for mm-hmm. stuff like that because the announcements don't change. So both yeah. congregations. Both congregations. That's, that's, not, it, that's not the way to say it. That's what it feels like. <laughs> both services get the same announcement. We have identical services. So yes and no. Like mm-hmm. I, I get that tension and that. For me, it's it's harder on volunteers. Yeah, well, I think, I think our church attenders, I think, I think and members, they they're. Fine I think with two it. services is the perfect number for volunteers because then it's you know worship an hour, right. serve an hour. Right. Um, it's when, the talk of three services that really scares me, especially if you're going to do three services on Sunday. Then that makes your middle service the super heavy service. Right. If you're, I was at a church right. that had two services Saturday and then two services Sunday, and as 
things began to dwindle, they said, well, let's just move to one service on Saturday. And then they were surprised that nobody wanted to volunteer. It's like, well, what do you, what do you, you want people to, to spend an hour in the car to, because it was kind of, it was Texas and things are spread out. Yep. So you want people to, to drive in to volunteer and not worship and then come back tomorrow? Mm. Or, you know, so that was the, the big thing is it was, hey, we're going to boost the one service attendance. So it's going to be super full instead of having two 40% full services on right. a Saturday night. But then no one. Have no I one mentioned I'm good to never have a that Saturday night terrible. service? Like ever. I, ever. Am, I am good to like never I, have a Saturday night service and never have a service in a PM time slot if it's not Christmas Eve. Yeah. The the idea yeah. of I, I feel it. Hey, we've got it. services at nine, ten, fifteen, eleven thirty, and one. I'm like, oof. When do you eat lunch? That's the most important part of church is eating with people afterwards. Acts two. I promise I didn't make that up. CJ says they did two services about seven years ago here. They did not do a good job of at connecting the two, so it felt like two churches. There is some concern there. My plan would be to start a small group rhythm before moving to multiple services. And we do have a very healthy small group model at Lakeview Church. So we have lots of people in home groups that attend different services. Mm -hmm. So I think I, I like the idea of getting a small group or a home group model in place before you mm -hmm. move to multiple services. I think that'll definitely help. And I'll be honest, it really does not feel like two congregations to me. I see so many people that come either first or second depending on what their schedule is. And let's week. be real, football season starts in a week, and <laughs> then depending on what time the Bucks play, you'll either have a bigger first service, or if the Bucks are at four, you'll have a bigger second service. Accurate. Especially after college football Saturday. I I really love football. <laughs> like it's, I went I went to the Bucks preseason I game. I just love it so much. And it was like the starters were out by the end of the first quarter. Yeah. On, and it was... You don't go to a lot of professional football no. games. I was so, I was someone so, gave, someone that gave us tickets. And they were like in the club section. You didn't so. even text me. I'm like Andrew's at a professional football game. It, he didn't even text me. Like it was Rays games different. You're yeah, there I go often. to lots of Rays games, but it was like, oh, so this is how the other half lives, huh? It was really nice. Those seats are so sweet. It was. It They're was so sweet. It it was it was a good time. Hey, did you have fun at Disney yesterday? Tim, we, I, we listen, did the post-church Disney. It was weird. I we was, have not done post-church Disney since May. Yeah, we haven't Disney since June, which is very bizarre for us. I texted you in the afternoon because... Esoc Paredes got hit in the head. It was bad. I know. It was a headshot. Do you know what? Yankees Can we talk about who aren't saved? The Yankees. There's not a person on that team going to heaven. Like, Especially Aaron, when, Aaron Boone. If you're watching this podcast... When the ball left his you hand... You need to repent. There was no way to move. Like, it was right at his head the entire way. It knocked his helmet off. Is there no team chaplain? Those guys need the gospel. They are Either unregenerate way, sinners. I texted in you. Pinstripes. That was quite the headshot. You responded, we're at Animal Kingdom. I'm, I'm like, like I'm, I'm even listening on the radio. I had no idea you were Disney on know, a Sunday, which you guys love to Disney on Sundays. We love post we don't Disney. we don't have weekend passes, but Sundays were were great Disney days when, when it guys, wasn't uh, football season. Your passes? When we upgraded this year, okay. So we're Monday through Fridays. What's it like to be poor, Tim? It's weird because we now have kids in school Monday through Friday. I know. See, so it's like, see, we did. It's almost impossible. We did the weekday passes when the kids were in pre. When we got here to Safety Harbor, it was when uh, the Prinkert family was coming yep. in November, and they're mm -hmm. like, "Hey, can we meet you guys at Epcot on a Sunday?" And we're like, "Ooh, we don't have weekend passes." I remember. And then that. it was like, "Let's." And now I don't think. We go to Disney after church on Sunday more than any other day of the week. But because now that football my season is wife here, wife and I each have full time jobs and whatnot. Like we we will not. The do water Disney park is open until, until eight p.m. on Sunday That's right crazy. now. That's crazy. We almost were like, ooh, should we just 
go to the water park in church clothes? We didn't. That would have been awesome, though. Could have so sweet. My tie would have gotten so soggy. But Matt we, says the Yankees are the worst. The Orioles do have a team chaplain. There you go. Good. My friend uh, Gio, Accurate, Timothy, Accurate. Clearwater Christian College alum, was the Rays team chaplain for a long time, and what? he told me that I could help if I could uh, become bilingual. Can you like, do that? I no, no. Did I can you try. I, Tim, I've told you that my high school Spanish teacher had a nervous breakdown and quit after somebody peed all over her desk. Why would you do that? Why would you pee all over Senora Zeckler's desk? Yes. He was trying to go from Mr. Nemore's office, and their classrooms were connected. But Nemo had locked all of his doors, and so he uh, he peed all over Senora Zeckler's desk. You say he, you mean I? No, it was not me. I was okay. being kicked out. I thought he, you were. He confessing. was a guy. I thought this was the moment. No, he where was you a were guy. Tell who us the truth had gotten about the story. Out of public school, and so his parents were sending him to the Christian school as a punishment, and so he wanted to get kicked out. Tim Armstrong, was that your year? Um, oh, he, he was said, telling the story. The I other was day. just telling that story. So his name was Matt Harrell, I believe. He had gotten kicked out of a public school, and his parents sent him to the Christian school as a punishment, and he was like, ugh, I got to get out of this place. And oh, so man. he figured the way to do it was to uh, pee on the desk of the teacher who he hated. Thyroid and, problems. Uh, that's Senora, yes. But so he, uh, he, uh, it was like you know, that metal desk that every teacher in the 90s oh, had. Yeah, I, remember I still well. remember the sound of the sloshing in yeah. the drawers. I don't know if he like wow. saved up for years or weeks or how he did it. Like pictures of grandkids and stuff on her desk. What? He, he wasn't even in Spanish class. And then he just like walked out of the school, drove away and left knowing that he was kicked out. Wow. So I'm sure he's dead in a gutter somewhere. But I mean, I took a cosmic brownie and shaped it to the shape of a turd and left it on his desk. Matt, you're absolutely right. Wander, I want to apologize to you. Wow. Had I wow. downloaded Duolingo, you would not have been such a creep. And we wouldn't be on this current win streak. Yeah, that's a that was our that little was our, insider baseball for AL East people. That was our but, moment uh, of moment of yikes. silence for what's happened to the Rays. But, but look what's happened to the Rays. They're playing great. Who needs an all-world shortstop who's an all-world creep? Alleg allegedly. <laughs> that's another story for. Oh, that There's a lot of insider I, stuff happening here. <laughs> Tim and I spent a lot of time together growing up. We worked at the same cell phone kiosk at the yes, mall. Yes, Matt, I know we're still two and a half games back, but... No, two games back. But look at what's happening. Like Two we, games back. We should be 12 games back because of what's happening in this organization, and yeah. somehow they keep winning games. We, we have 87 pitchers with no that no longer have ligaments in their elbows, and Crazy. We're, we're fine. I, 13 of the 26 opening day roster players are currently on the roster. That's... Yeah, we like baseball. Tim, uh, how's school going, buddy? You're doing the drop-off thing? Did you, uh, I am, did, did you drop off here in central Pinellas County and then drive back to Pasco and then drive back here? Do you just want a key to my office? There's a couch right there. You could come in and take a nap. So here, You could get your P90X in in my office. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to bring my weights in here, Andrew. Here's the drill. I, I wake up at 6.15. Oh, that sounds terrible. I know. To get my daughter to school on time. What time does school start? She needs to be there by 7.30. So I wake up at 7 and I am like, this is me being a martyr. This is me loving my family for Jesus. I can. I have gotten back into my Audible books. I've gotten back into my audio Bible on the, in the car. Usually I do audio Bible still, at home. Still counts. Definitely still counts. Still counts. So I drop off my oldest at high school, which is still the weirdest thing in the world for me to say. I don't know if I'll get used to it. 
I drive home and I start my day. It's a, I get home and I do my workout. That's, that's my Monday through Friday now. But I'm home by 8 o'clock, so I'm still starting my workday by 9. But you're putting 40 miles, mm-hmm. 50 miles on the car every day, so you're spending a tank of gas yep. each way. Yep. A, tank, a gallon. So I actually drive by, you know, basically Here. your church to get Emily to school, drive back by your church again to go home. It's 40 minutes come away. back. And then I do another 40-minute drive back on Monday. You can have a key to my office and just come hang out on Mondays. Monday for me is the most important workout day because if I don't do Monday, I get behind for the whole week. Should we just jog shirtless through the Safety Harbor Waterfront Park? Do I need to come in early? It wouldn't work unless you would be willing to say, Tim, you can drop off some weights here (laughs) and a weight bench. (laughs) Now, have you gone to Bayshore? There's all the body weight machines down there. We can drive by when we go to lunch. We can – we can see it. I have to hit play on a video. You know the drill. I've invited you over many, many times. I know, and I've said it's way too far to drive. CJ you, says, doesn't matter going. where you are now, early October isn't it, when you want it's the not, season to but end. But you really, if you have the second best record in the American League, you really don't want to be in the wild card game. No, you don't. Against, you don't. You know, Houston or whoever it's going to be. Please don't be Houston. Please don't be Houston. So I, I listen, I feel bad for Abreu. But I'm glad that his LO doesn't work anymore. Oof. And uh, we'll hope that the O's begin to blow some leads. Also, did you see that there was a swarm of bees in the yeah, outfield? I saw that. In, really in uh, uh, Baltimore. That was really funny. This has become the baseball show with Tim and Andrew. <laughs> hey, after this break, Tim's going to come back and give you a hitting demonstration on what it's like to be a switch hitter. Tune in then. I think that's, that's my way of trying to end. because yeah. it's, it's noon. I've got to get my family Chick-fil-A. It's that time again. Your kids are back in school. We don't get to go to our little Greek restaurant soon. All right. We'll be here next week. Maybe. Same bad time. Labor Day. Labor Day. Is that next week or is it two weeks? That's next week. That's next week? Yeah. We might not be here next week. probably won't be here next week. We will see you again real soon. Hopefully our churches will still be standing. Yeah. Our houses will still be standing. If the storm takes a turn for the worse, Andrew, any final words? Um, This could be the final episode ever. Look, last year love, Fort Myers said no way, and it turned. And love Jesus them. and don't be a jerk. That's what I'm. I love you all, and I'll miss you. And this hurricane's not going to hit us. Just that the last words are we're fine. I don't even know what's this hurricane's name. Like Vidalia Onion, Idalia Onion, Idalia, Idalia. I'm not even scared of you, girl. Matt says go hug a keyboard. Fine. It's the funniest picture ever i don't maybe it's not that funny it's just compared to the rest of the pictures on the website it's very funny i love you goodbye see you soon